Chris, I need some help understanding this. Because I've watched this video like three times. So this okay. is a tweet from the NBA. This was at 8.30 this morning. Adam Silver and Wemby unveil oh, NBA at NBA All-Star Tech Summit in Indy. Now you can use your voice to activate movie mode and make a live game look like your favorite film. <clears throat> make a live game look like your favorite film. Mm-hmm. So yeah. w- the way I'm seeing it is... <laughs> It almost looks like uh, if you were to turn a basketball game into, like, the Spider-Verse. Yes, it literally looks like that. So, I don't know why they're saying, like, I don't know, and that's supposed to be Hoosiers based on what Wemby says. I don't understand this. I don't know why anybody would would do this. And is this happening live? I mean, I guess it's impressive, but it's just bizarre. Yeah, it's just weird. Um, You know, I guess it's... I guess it's cool technology, but um, yeah, the practical use of it, I just, I don't understand at all. Like, I don't know why anyone would choose to to do this. Like, I, I, I would guess it's maybe for kids, but it almost, like, touches, like, the Super Bowl being broadcast on Nickelodeon, where it's like, I, I just, I don't, I don't know how many people are, are actually going to care about this being a thing. Like, it's okay. Like it, it's it's again, it's interesting technology, but the practicality of it is just it's not there at all. I have no idea who who on earth would decide. It's like you remember last year or it might have been a couple of years ago, the Brooklyn Nets had like a whole VR mm-hmm. watching experience where the entire court was like you could essentially walk onto the court and watch the game from there. It's cool, but I I just I don't think I don't think the technology is quite there yet to be showing it off, you know, on NBA All-Star Weekend. This guy, Ross Pins, who is a Bulls content creator, responds to the NBA and says, nobody asked for this. Literally, all we want is a league pass without local market blackouts. That's all. I mean, yeah. That's all. There's a lot of things wrong with the game. And uh, this just, yeah, I mean, the NBA app has definitely gotten better, but there's there's a lot of things that they could uh, internally improve on that just – it's not this. Like again, I don't know who's clamoring for this. I don't know who the target audience is. This is is this is for. I guess maybe it's just hey, like you know, right now it doesn't look cool. Maybe in four or five years this will turn into something. But again, I just I don't really know what 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 the excite what they expected even the excitement level for this would be because uh, it's just it's it's just honestly it's not that cool. It's just not that cool. No, the only thing I could see is again probably mostly for kids. Like I think if I wanted my 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 daughter to sit still, she would be more inclined to sit still watching this than the actual game. But to me, maybe it would be cool to watch if your team won a championship more so after the fact than live. I don't really understand right. the live go. the live part of that. Yeah, so they're doing stuff. That's what the NBA does. <laughs> it's a lot of stuff, and that is what they're doing. Getting back into some Kings talk. By the way, Daniel Tosh ticket giveaway at 1 p.m. Simone will pick the number. Simone will pick the number as she joins us, doing a great job for us today. And, by the way, let's just look who's winning the poll. You know, look who's winning the poll right now. 
All right. That? Ooh, Sack Chat, 53%. Sack Chat is beating the chat mob. Mm. Just, you know, Dave, I know you're listening in your car or your plane on the, your private jet. Or literally the in the board op room <laughs> still. Or still in the like, board op yeah. room. Just, just Got his burners to... out. He's yeah. voting. Exactly. Things are going to change soon. I shouldn't have said anything. And, you know, if you look at the Kings and you compare them to last season, I think it does put a lot of things in perspective. Okay, this is from Tim Maxwell. 2023 compared to 2024 up to the all-star break league record they were eighth in the league record last season they are 13th this season in the western conference standings they were third last season they are currently eighth and offensive rating they were second last season this season they are 14th defensive rating they were 23rd last season this season they are 18th net rating they were seventh Last season, I mean, that offense was just yeah, I mean, ridiculous. It was broken. It was broken. Ridiculous. And in 2024, this season, they are 17th in net rating. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's I, to me, it, it's it speaks more to the other teams than to mm-hmm. the Kings. Like, I think we've seen that at this point. I mean, the Kings pretty much, you know, are the team that they were last year. And a lot of that is because it's a lot of the same players mm-hmm. uh, that it was last year. Of course, the offense has definitely taken a dip, but even then, um, you know, it, it's more so the fact that what's that stat that was out there? The the top seven offenses of this year are better than the Kings offense last year. So, you know, it's all kind of relative. I think um, I think it's good that their record is is still the same, even though this points out that that record for, you know, that record doesn't hold the same weight this year. I, I think they're in a fine spot. And there's so many, you know, that eight seed in the West could have very easily been a fifth seed with one game or one and one or two games going their way. So, you know, it's it's it might not look as good as it has last season, but I think overall, I mean, the Kings still have a shot to do what they did last season, if not even improve. Like, I think that there's still um, like this almost paints it as the Kings are worse this year. Why would we expect better results and I I just don't think that that's necessarily true if that's what that's pointing at yeah and because of the Kings and you know the drought and everything they were working against it's hard for me to say that last season was a missed opportunity when you say oh maybe it was a bit of a down season and the Kings could have taken advantage I mean they did take advantage they got the third seed and they they had a good run right they made some noise, relatively speaking. So I just think it is what it is. It's it's kind of impossible to expect a team like the Kings to come in and, and just win a championship out of nowhere. It just doesn't happen. Right. It just doesn't happen. So, yeah, looking back at what they did last season compared to this season really wasn't that – really isn't that different of a team. The offensive rating was better. But I think – what did they say? Seven offensive this season – Seven offenses yeah, this season like, I have think the it's, same. It's probably or, five or six nowadays. But have a, check. Yeah, have a better offensive rating than what the Kings had last season, and that was historically the best in in the history of the NBA. Right. So, you know, that just puts things into perspective. You decide not to make a move because what is the move that you really think that you can make? Right. And this is what you, this is what you get, right? You know, well, maybe again, you'll be a six seed or fifth seed, yeah. something like that. The Kings took off too at the other side of the All Star break as well. So I think, you know, those numbers that that were even pre All Star, I mean, they ended up being a whole lot better than that. Even so, maybe the gap is bigger, and and we'll see. I mean, I to me, of course, the, the most important games are about to be 
the ones that they're about to play on the other side of this break. Um, I think the defensive number is the one that, even though that you could argue too is a number that could have easily slid. What is it's seventeen right now, or mm-hmm. uh, it's eighteen right now? That probably easily could have been twenty or twenty-two, even uh, with you know a couple more points added here or there. Um, but I think the improvement on defense is the one that tells me that this team could be better than they were last year. Despite all of the 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 worsening of of standings, because to me that's the part where the Kings really severely lacked last year. I think if they played just a little bit of defense in that playoff series, which they played better defense than they were playing in the regular season, but if they can make a similar jump as they did last year heading into the postseason, I think that they can surprise some people. I really do because I think their offense is for the most part, legit. I think it's going to be better than it was last year in the playoffs. Um, But, man, if they can can just improve defensively, again, that's why I feel like that Denver game needs to be the standard. Mm -hmm. They can just play a little bit of defense. I swear I think that they can surprise a team or two in the playoffs. Make some noise. Make some noise. Exactly. Look. That's what Monty wants. I I think that you couldn't end the – this part of the season – you know, before the all-star break any better. It would have been a rough go if they had they lost to the Nuggets. More games. Well, I'm just saying this last yeah. game specifically. Yeah. If they lost that last game, yeah. it would have been it would be a been long sad. break. Yeah. It would have been a long break because they still have the Nuggets again. Yes, February we, 28th. Yeah, then are they done with the Nuggets after they that? They are done with the Nuggets, thankfully, after that. But they could sweep the season series against Denver, which is insane. Yeah. It's insane to even think about. Right. And there's been a couple, oh, they've been off back-to-backs. Then the Kings were off back-to-backs. We've, we've seen it both a couple different ways. When the Kings get back on Thursday, they will see Wemby, uh, Mr. AI himself. Can't and, wait. And, you know, Adam Silver. Yeah. That will be on Thursday. And the, the game that I'm really looking at, Chris, is – and they get a nice break. They play Thursday. Then they don't play again until Sunday. Mm. I really want to see what they do against the Clippers. Yeah, I really that is the one team they have not showed up really. Against no, them. Yeah. they've they've the two teams they haven't they haven't <laughs> either beat before or avenged anything would be the Pelicans and the Clippers. Rockets too, and the Rockets and the Rockets yeah. and the Rockets. Yeah, but I'm that. talking the Rockets. Where are the Rockets even well, standing I nowadays? Think. I have no idea because we haven't had to pay attention to them yeah. since. That uh, since early in the season, they're a game behind Utah right now. So, okay, so you know, yeah, yes. If the Rockets get hot, yeah. if the Rockets get Pretty hot, much. then we might have a problem. Yeah, but you know, I'm really interested to see what happens against the Clippers, and we know yeah. how they don't match up. The Kawhi thing, he didn't play against the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Um, he gets a, a nice, of course, he gets a nice break before yep. they have to go go up against the the Kings Sunday the 25th. Not to look over the Spurs. But that is going to be the first test for the Kings. And then three days later, that's actually a back-to-back. So the Kings have the Clippers in L.A., and then they come home the next day to take on the Heat. Mm, and that that's, that's some revenge right there. The yeah, Heat definitely. kind of took care of them in Miami when the Heat were on their seven-game yeah. skid or whatever the, it is. The Clippers game, too, is going to be around that anniversary of yes. the really high-scoring Clippers game. That's right. there and La La Land. I believe that was that was also the second game outside of the All Star break. I'm curious what the actual date is on that because I know it's end of end of February, Mm -hmm. so it's like right there. Yeah, and then after that, that's a back to back. After that, they have the Nuggets again, the 28th, and after Mm -hmm. that, they go to Denver, 
and then they go to Minnesota. So that is a, a throw you in the pool after the all-star break stretch to kind of say, hey, we're not going to let you warm things up. You better have your floaties on or you better learn how to swim. Mm-hmm. All right. Got to get to a break. When we February get back, 24th, by the way, was the uh, day the of one that day Clippers off. game. Ooh, but we had a leap year. So we did have a leap year. Or, <laughs> well, true. actually, never mind. No. This year's a leap year, so right. we'd be oh, adding Oh, yes, I'm sorry. It's February but, 28th. Yep, That's right. I'm right there with there you. There you go. Dog. Maybe it'll be part two. Got to get to a break. When we get back, more Kings talk. And Sabone is good enough for the MVP ladder, but not good enough for the All-Star game. Styles and Watkins, Sucktown Sports. I don't know if Kings fans even want to hear this at at this point because it doesn't clearly doesn't seem to matter, but it's just funny to be completely honest with you as we as we look at the MVP ladder and Sabonis has actually gone up. He is as he should he is tied for six with Kawhi Leonard. Who what? Kawhi Leonard didn't move, but he's tied for six. How is one with tied? Kawhi Leonard in the MVP ladder last week? He was number seven, so there is no number seven. I, but I, I guess they're not I, allowed to drop Kawhi down, even though I'm he hasn't just, even been playing. I'm just trying to figure out how one could be tied in the like, unless there is some metric that they're using specifically for like MVP valuation. Like Maybe. I don't understand how one would be t- like you just you got to pick one. You got to pick one. Uh I don't care who it is. I mean, you could b- gladly have Kawhi Leonard over Sabonis. It's just I can't do ties. I can I especially you don't like not, ties, some, huh? not something like MVP. Like I remember when uh Russ and James were were fighting for the MVPs with their triple double seasons and people were like, "You know, why why can't what if they split votes? Like what why can't we just vote for both like co-MVP?" It's just come on. Like no, just pick one. You got to pick one. It's not that hard. It's really not. I think especially they had a for a ladder. Year one they, year. You know that's what? what I'm saying. Now now that you mention it, this actually kind of ticks me off because if it was the other way around and it was cuz as, as we've said, Kawhi was 6th last week. And why this annoys me, I don't know. But Kawhi was 6th last week, okay? DeMontis Sabonis was seven last week. So that tells me that Kawhi did not move. And if you're not moving forward, you're moving backwards. So Sabonis did well enough to get bumped up to six, but they just can't find it in their heart to to bump Kawhi down. And if it was the other way around, you know know. Sabonis would never be (laughs) caught in a tie. He'd fall down to ten. They'd say, oh, he was at six, but, uh, you know, we were going to move him anyway, so we might as well just take him out, you know? Got to keep it fresh, right? You know, got to look different than last week. Come on. That's ridiculous. (laughs) Pick one. Just pick one and live with it. And That's this, what I'm saying. And they're not even in the top five. Like, they have, like, top right. five, and they have details on all the top five, and then it's literally the next five with no, like, words for them or anything, just listing their names. If they're not even getting the the paragraph treatment, mm-hmm. just pick one. Just freaking pick one. Do you think that, and it's a basically, so it's a bit of a chicken or the egg question, but when it comes to free agents and we say, oh, you know, it's hard for Sacramento to get free agents, when yeah. I say chicken or the egg, do you think free agents see stuff like this and they say, hey, I have no problem with Sacramento as a city. I've heard great things. It's a you know a smaller market. I have no problem with that. But the way that the players get treated, I just don't want to subject myself to that. Well, that's where bigger markets, that's, that is, that's literally the big market versus small market. It's not specifically Sacramento. That's just you go to L.A., 
that's no one would know who Rui Hachimura is, but since yeah. he plays for the Lakers, there's an elevated persona that is Rui Hachimura, and it elevates his value because his name is talked about so much. But you know, if so, yeah, so if Sabonis was in, you know, pick your if he were a Clipper, even he would probably be top five in the MVP. But but I think it does go a little bit, and we talked a little bit about this yesterday with Sacramento being a bit lost in the shuffle between being a big market and being a small market, because I I think it does go deeper than, Oh, there's LA and everybody else, because how come LA, New York, Chicago, Miami, like there's a couple of those. Golden state is definitely one of those. There's a couple Boston, but I'm still trying to figure out how Donovan Mitchell and Cleveland was able to power through Oklahoma city, how they were able to power through. Minnesota, how they were able to power through. It feels like, to me, you need one of the two, and the Kings have neither. You either need to be in a big market, or you need to be a bigger personality that... And I don't even think Shea Gilgis has a big personality. He just... I don't know what it is about Shea. It's just you got to be in the playoffs. You have to be in the playoffs year after year. That's when everybody sees you. That's when the nation sees you is in the playoffs. That's when they focus on your team specifically, and... You know, Shea's got playoff runs. He was with the Clippers. He was played uh, in a playoff series when, when Chris Paul was there. So, like, he has the notoriety. Anthony Edwards was the first pick in the draft, so that's enough there. Um, and uh, uh, Donovan Mitchell, Utah, he was in the playoffs year after year after year. They were the one seed yeah. a couple seasons. Like, it's about – I mean, honestly, yeah, that's that's where Fox and Sabonis are, are going to take their next big leap. And you already saw – I mean, one post seven games – pretty much changed De'Aaron's entire mm-hmm. reality around the, how he's talked about. He got a shoe deal now. He signed with Rich Paul early la- or in the middle of last season. Like, that stuff is all real. I think it's just we're just kind of in the beginning stage of it. Even, like, the Clippers, obviously, have been in the playoffs for years. So, I think that's more what it is with, with Sacramento versus those other markets. Minnesota's been a market that's been star for playoffs almost as much as the Kings have. Um but even then, like, you know, again, they have Rudy Gobert. They have Carl Anthony Towns. They have uh, Anthony Edwards. Those are at least big names that, you know, we knew before heading yeah. into Minnesota. Right. It, you, it's hard to make – you're not trying to make your name in Minnesota. Right. Right. And I guess to your point, Shea, he he made his name in Oklahoma City, but right. he didn't he, – he wasn't starting from scratch in Oklahoma City. Right. And he was aided by being with – Chris Paul, who exactly. of course is one of the biggest stars right. in the game. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean that's that's what it is. It's not fair at all. I mean, there's literally nothing that Sabonis can do about it. But uh yeah, I mean it's definitely the reality of the situation. And to go back to your initial question of do free agents think about that stuff? I think it factors in. I think it kind of depends on who specifically the individual is and what they're hoping to get out of their situation. But it plays a factor for sure. I mean, if your two options are I'm either going to play in Sacramento or I'm going to play in Golden State. Like, I mean, yeah, the reality is probably seven or eight out of ten of those guys are going to pick Golden State just because the market's big. We, we talked about it with Pascal Siakam, right, where it's why would you – like the Kings and the Warriors, the Warriors seem like the sinking ship. The Kings are rising up. Why would Pascal be so willing to play with the Warriors and not the Kings? It's because if Pascal saves that Warriors situation – he's going to be the biggest star or the biggest rising star in the NBA. If he doesn't in Sacramento, 
I mean, you see how people talk about Demonis Sabonis. They're going to figure out reasons to say, I don't have to pay attention to this. Yeah, got to get to a break. When we get back, we have the Ringer NBA Top 100 updated. Also a little later, sorry, Simone, but there is more sound that keeps coming out from the Super Bowl. George Kittle, we asked the question, is this a bad look or not? Styles and Watkins, Town Sports. We got prop talk coming, but we, we some of these people I need I need help, right? Maybe Simone will help us with some of these people. Kaisenat is set at five and a half points for the that's a lot for the celebrity All Star game. Michael I'm gonna embarrass on. myself. I'm gonna be like, who? Do you know who Kaisenat no. is? No, he's just oh, the, he's the biggest dang. streamer. Okay. Right now, I'm the old. biggest streamer. Oh my gosh! Dang. Micah Parsons set at thirteen and a half. Meta World Peace at thirteen and a half. Walker Hayes is that country singer? Sounds like it. Sure. Walker Hayes. <laughs> Jewel Lo- Lloyd. Hey. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, Walker Hayes is a it says song. You know, singer songwriter. There you go. Jack Ryan at eleven and a half. Jack Ryan. Isn't yeah. that a, isn't that a, a book or something? Isn't that like what? Isn't that Tom like Clancy's Tom Clancy book? Jack. <laughs> no, Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan. Yeah. Well, she no. I'm but not. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan. I thought uh, John Krasinski played. So Jack is it Ryan. John Krasinski or Jack Ryan? I can't, I can't like answer. James that. Bond, I think, isn't. Jack can't Ryan's anyone a, be yeah. a Jack Ryan? Yeah, Jack Ryan's kind of a about as standard of a name as it gets, you know. So, yeah, we will give our thoughts on that a little bit later in the show. Pretty hilarious. And also, they do have three-point and dunk. So, you have Donovan Mitchell, Jalen Brunson, Malik Beasley, Trey Young, Carl Anthony Towns, Lori Markinen, Tyrese Halliburton. Oh, my goodness. I'm just thinking about Tyrese showing out tonight. He's going to be insufferable. (laughs) (laughs) It's not going to be fun. It's going to be – It's. I mean, it's his town for sure. Like, it's in Indy. They're putting him front and center for all of the events. It's it's going to be his weekend for sure. Um, and yeah, Kings fans better be ready to deal with. There's going. Uh, let's do an. Uh, let's we'll do our own prop of of over under times the Tyrese Halliburton trade gets brought up over the weekend. Oh wow. Oh yeah. It's gonna, it's gonna be, be like a. Lot. a I luckily, say, uh, luckily the Kings aren't there because right. it would probably if be Sabonis worse. were there specifically too. And and by the way, yes, of course. I knew I that name sounded familiar. Walker Hayes will be at Country in the Park. So nice I'm definitely I, I'm, so I'm definitely taking the over. I'm definitely taking the over now. Hmm? Mm-hmm. I, I yeah sure. How, what was his over at? Do you remember? Not it that was, it really doesn't matter. No, it does, no, you know, though. you really don't. Have no, to no. Now I'm here. <laughs> now I'm here. Walker Hayes set at ooh. He must be a baller. They set it. Is he tall? He set at eight points. Whoa, eight points. Eight points for yeah, Walker I Hayes. About, I don't know about that. That's uh, yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe, and that's see, that's the thing that I, we're gonna do this segment early. But it, that's why I love the all the celebrity game. Yes. It's just you get to learn like. I swear there was, uh, I think in the Obama administration, there was a secretary of defense Cooking. that always played. And he <laughs> he would like get like 50, he was like Kevin Love out there. He'd right, get like right. 15, 15, and 6. And yeah. I'm like, who is this dude? The drummer for Arcade Fire is apparently yeah. ridiculous. 
Justin Bieber won MVP one Justin, year. Like, Justin was cooking. These are things that I need to know when I'm watching movies. It's like, oh, I know that guy. He was in the celebrity game. He's got a nice uh, behind the back trip. I like. I don't. I I'm fascinated by celebrities and playing basketball, especially. Now that apparently our boy uh, Lethal Shooter is is training everybody nowadays, not just basketball players. I, and I, by the way, I do love seeing celebrities because I would do that. Or wh- when I'm when I really do make it in this world, <laughs> I'm going to have a trainer and I'm going to post videos of me just yep. working out for no reason. Yep. Right? I need to get my shot doing right. cone drills for and no, stuff. For no, yeah. I love I love seeing that Jason Sudeikis, just yeah. random dudes. I just got to get my work in. Yeah, Gus have, from uh, from Breaking Bad. Yeah, He's working yeah. with Lethal Shooter and, right now. And I have money, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna get a trainer. You don't want the Tom Segura thing to happen, though. What happened? Just, oh, you guys never saw that? No. Where he just absolutely blew himself out. He was like a baller too. Got the Adam Sandler thing going on. Blew himself out. Had to have severe severe surgery. See. Like he, he I will tore show his you guys in the break. ACL yeah, or something? something, something. Oh, I'm not sure I mean, if it was a <laughs> hammy. What he had reconstructive surgery was out for no, a while. No, I'm not trying to do all that. I'm going to show you guys the video in the break. Walker Please. Hayes, Walker Hayes, 44 years old, has seven children and an outstanding jawline. I'm hammering the over. I am hammering the over eight points from Mobile, Alabama. I'm definitely taking okay. the over. Yeah. Walker Hayes is gonna he's gonna bring no word on his height though. I'm trying to find okay. it, but I can tell by that jawline he's he's probably <laughs> above six. Okay, okay, you guys, time out. Tom Segura breaks his arm and ruptures his knee in failed dunk attempt. See, I'm he's trying to laugh. dunk. Oh, by the way, I'm seeing here, Walker Hayes is six three. Oh yeah, that's eight. That's he's got ten. He's got ten in the bag. That's crazy. You better hammer it before the line Especially moves. Especially in a celebrity game where we know, That's you know, easy cele- money. He going to, fire off the ladies for me, though? Yes, like, please. who are the ladies? By the way, Kaisenat's like 5'3". Oh, so. <laughs> before he was playing yeah. little kids just a couple days ago, you have, you have. We know Jennifer Hudson. We saw her Jennifer over Hudson, Jewel Lloyd. Three and a half. One and a half. That's yeah. like Mike. <laughs> Natasha, <laughs> Natasha Cloud. Okay. You have. Oh, yeah. WNBA. Yes. Lily Singh. Okay. And those are the only ones they have. Okay. okay. Jewel Lloyd. Yeah, she's yeah. WNBA as well. That's interesting. Those are safe, yeah. right? Because they, they they shoot because they're like, all right, I got no choice here. Then they're just buckets. So mm-hmm. I think I think I got my lineup going. We'll work on it. We'll work on it Alan's a little bit. Alan's figuring out his parlay. Right? That's right. <laughs> That's right. Game my celebrity parlay. game parlay. <laughs> hey, man, there's no Kings basketball. You got to figure out a way to, to kind of do something. In. As we talk some numbers here and some numbers that aren't moving in the right direction for the Kings. And there's just so many of these lists. So you have Sabonis moving up on the MVP ladder, but then on the top 100 from the ringer, he's going down. He goes from 22 to 23. You have De'Aaron Fox, who is at 15, which is pretty darn high, man. Yeah. Pretty darn high, and he drops to 18. Do you care? At this point in the season, do you care about these lists? Um, No, but at the same time, like, it – it they're just kind of telling on themselves. I, I I assume this ringer ranking is is based off of like multiple people's rankings. I would assume like multiple writers' rankings, and they compile it together because you know it's it's just telling that the fact that Demonis Sabonis has played incredible basketball, especially as of late, and him moving down in the list tells you honestly that you don't need to pay attention to a list like this because. That's insane. I don't know how anybody could have watched Demonis. Like, if this list came out 
you know, game 35 or something, right. I could understand. Sabonis yeah. wasn't lighting. But this man has had, what, 38 straight triple double-doubles or whatever. He's got working on, I think, three straight triple-doubles, leading the league in both those categories, leading the league in assists. Yeah. Or, I'm sorry, in rebounding, 20-10-5 for the season. I don't understand how you could possibly say, I don't care if you feel like we'll use Kawhi. I don't care if you feel like Kawhi Leonard is – is just going crazy and just has to be moved. You've got to figure out how to get a guy who's playing like Demonis Sabonis higher. Than, frankly, I think he should be higher than De'Aaron. Mm-hmm. Like that. That to me, I do too. It just it tells that you know that's the national narrative around it because the Ringer is a really big, especially for basketball. It's a huge website, and for them to have two kings falling down their list and Sabonis at twenty three. Uh, let me see who who are some guys that oh, um, Sabonis is behind because that's where the real frustration stems from too. Is anybody could hear the number twenty three and be upset? But then, how about if I told you he's one below Bam Adebayo? Uh, he's below Paul George, Damian Lillard, Jamal Murray. Dam- Damian Lillard. Damian can we Lillard's talk about at that? twenty right now. He's gone from uh, fourteen to sixteen, and now he's at twenty. But they still have Damian Lillard. At current, like current Damian Lillard, mm-hmm. ahead of Demonis Sabonis. I'm sorry, that's that's crazy. It's just with how he's played this season. Yeah. That's crazy. And hopefully, it's just motivation. Exactly. I mean, that's that's really from a King side, like especially with them just being disrespected in this list. Mm-hmm. It's all you can take it as is, hey guys, clearly people aren't noticing what we're doing, and so what does that tell us? I mean, a you can continue to keep your head down and do what you do, but it also can say. Let's take this thing to another level. They they're not paying attention to what we're doing now. Let's let's give them something to pay attention about. So yeah, absolutely use this as as motivation. I highly doubt either De'Aaron or Domas even become remotely aware of this list. But um, you don't think? I don't think. So, I mean, no. I mean, maybe not this ringer yeah situation. But, but just, even like the MVP ladder, yeah. I don't think so. No. Okay. I think if you're not if, if you ain't first, you're last. Like yeah. it's it's that kind of thing. So I you know I'm sure I'm sure somebody in the organization hears it or one of the coaching staff hears it and maybe they put it in their ear. But, um, you know, it's, if anything, you can just say, like, these guys overall are, are just disrespected or not being paid attention to. I saw this on the text line a couple days ago, and somebody said, it doesn't matter, Domas will be the first player to get MVP votes that wasn't an all-star. <laughs> w- w- off the top of my head, I, I don't know. It's hard to say that. It's never happened right. before, but I'm sure it doesn't happen often. Also, yeah, like that's crazy. Um, and yeah, I mean, there's for it no to way. be a Sacramento King is actually very fitting. Very fitting, incredibly fitting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that really speaks to why it, it just doesn't make sense that he's not an All Star. I mean, that that's almost a whole separate conversation. But and you could argue that plays more into the popularity and why lists like this might be a bit important. But yeah, I mean, it's it's. It, it is very fitting that a Sacramento King would be the first player to to uh, not make an All Star but get but get MVP votes. It's it's nuts, and I I think, you know, and I I wonder what do you think it truly is about Sabonis or his game? Because I I would assume it's his game and not his personality that people don't like. But what do you think it is? If you had to pick one thing that stands out the most for why you think he's just not getting attention, is it the style of play that he plays, or is it? Is it just no one paying pays attention to Sacramento? I think it's a microcosm of Sacramento. I think you have Jokic, who is the gold standard, yeah. and he is where you're trying to get to. You have Shangun, 
who is seen as on the way right. up. He's the young guy that. Yeah. He's the young guy, yeah. and you just have Sabonis who just lives in this limbo. Yeah, I, it's the weirdest limbo I've ever it's seen. So weird. It's the, he's really the only player you can make the argument uh, almost across all sports that can get that can produce the way he's producing, and it's just you just don't pay attention to Brock it, right? Purdy. I mean. Bro- is Demonis Brock- Sabonis the Brock Purdy of the NBA? No, because My people article. talk about Brock Purdy. Nobody <laughs> talks right. about Sabonis. That's right. At so least he can't even be Brock Purdy. Point. That is a great point. That's All so right. sad, but yeah, I mean, completely. And like, yeah, because it, that's that's so true. Because Brock Purdy, at least, we're having the conversation, and maybe through the conversation, we can get to some form of common ground. It's like no one's even. It's just he's he's being pushed inside. It's almost the Shangun thing is perfect because it's like. It's the prospect of, oh my gosh, he could be he could be anything. Right. Like, oh, you see all these tools, and imagine what it looks like when he puts it together. He could almost look like Demonis Sabonis, and it's like, well, okay. Right. Then you actually, okay, well, do you, would you want Demonis Sabonis? Well, no, because I know what he is, and i I don't think I don't think he can get better. But the prospect of him of the unknown that is Shangun almost draws people way more than the reality of what Sabonis is. If you asked the Houston Rocket fan base, yeah. hey, how would you feel if Shangun became the next Sabonis? It'd be like, oh man, that fell short. That yeah. he fell short, man. But if you actually looked if they actually looked at Sabonis' numbers, they'd be thrilled. Yeah. Especially when we're reading off dudes like Killian Hayes and a bunch of guys who aren't even in the league anymore, like Book Knight and things like that. All right, got to get to a break. When we get back, switching over to some Niners talk, more sound from the Super Bowl. That's just not great for the Niners. Or maybe, maybe it just doesn't matter. Styles and Watkins, Sackdown Sports. We are hour and 15 minutes away from our Daniel Tosh ticket giveaway. Live Nation has teamed up with Sacktown Sports for your chance to see Daniel Tosh at Hard Rock Live April 12th. All you have to do is hit up the Folsom Lake Honda Hotline at 1 p.m. Simone will pick a caller, score those tickets, pair of tickets to see Daniel Tosh. For more information, visit SacktownSports.com. All guests and callers join us on the Folsom Lake Honda Hotline. Folsom Lake Honda, your one-stop Honda shop going to open up Phone lines 916-339-1140 after we play this little tidbit from the from the Super Bowl. So basically, this is when McCaffrey fumbled and George Kittle is blocking. And George Kittle, right, loves WWE, loves West wrestling. He's just a funny guy, right? And there is a big debate going on as to whether George Kittle was doing his job correctly, whether it's just a bad look, and we will describe it. Basically, McCaffrey fumbles. George Kittle is blocking George Karloftis, and the whole time he's blocking him, blocking him, and then he's he's, he's making sure that's his job, right? And he says, hi, George. Meanwhile, it just looks terrible it's because really bad luck. Because who he was blocking ends up getting the fumble, whether that's his fault or not. And, and, and here's a little clip. George Karloftis dove on the ball as Christian McCaffrey fumbled the ball. Hey, George. George Kittle had a chance to get it, but didn't know it was on the carpet. Hey, George. Hey, George. Uh, what you what you doing, George? What you got you got plans for after the game? And it's getting memed like crazy. Yeah. Like it. 
Hiya, Georgie. They have George Kittle's face coming out of the sewer. That's crazy. It's so terrible. I didn't have to listen to it. I refused to listen to it until hey, George. you guys made me on this show. And I was rejecting it. And George Karloftis is just paying attention. Well, he's facing the ball anyway. Yeah. And, you know, Kittle, hey, George, and George gets the ball. Yeah. So I think it's a bad look. It's definitely a bad there look. There are Niners fans defending it. Saying he, he he was never gonna face the ball anyway. He's doing his job. It's just it's it just, just looks bad. Even if you're you're right, it just looks bad. Yeah, I mean it's just yeah. It, it to me this is just the it's like the opposite of remember last the the in the Lions game he had mm-hmm. the dude when when you know when we win this game I'm gonna say. I'm not going to lie. They had us in the first half. Like, yeah. that's all he was looking forward yes. to seemingly uh, in that game. This is when keeping it real goes wrong. It's like he he thought this was going to be a funny well, – he wasn't thinking this was going to be on, you know, NFL I mean, films he knew he was mic'd up. For sure. But I, he, he was – I don't think in that moment he was thinking right. like, hey, now is time for a good quip. But that's what Who's people are saying. that fumble? Exactly. Yeah. I, yeah. But, but that's it's, it's really unfortunate. Fumble, it's disgusting. But that's what people are saying. It's super George unfortunate. Kittle, but. George Kittle was more – was. More concerned about yes. going viral, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Than paying attention. No, that's the bad look of it. I, it's the the intention. You know, if we want to, you know, put on our serious hat and like way overanalyze it, like he he didn't block for a hundred percent of that play, no, which didn't. is He's also where hi, the George. issue is. Exactly. It's like because the whistle never blew. Because you could stay engaged. It's one thing to like you know and say not, hi, George. Not everybody has to <laughs> you know literally you know finish the block and put him on the ground, but like it's the fact that he disengages from the block and then says hi george as hi george, <laughs> hi, george. Th- one more time hi george hi george hey george george kittle had a chance to get yeah. it right after it was really bad and i think even the chiefs like some fan account said our george was or our, our george was more curious and <laughs> okay. it was just it's curious. just a really bad look like i you know again the hundred like the football view of it Ideally, yeah, you got to finish your block, stay yeah. engaged. It's a Super Bowl, biggest game of your life, and you know you're not gonna you're gonna give 95 percent effort, not 100. I get that, but also just in general, like you know, maybe save the pleasantries for after the game. Hi, George. I just it's not great. It's just a really <laughs> bad look. It's hey, George. Hey, George. Simone, play the whole thing, please, because yeah, if you're just listening, this is the McCaffrey fumble. And he's blocking, he's blocking, and then I think he thought the play was over. He definitely thought it was over. And he was... Hey, George. George Kittle had a chance to get it, but didn't know it was on the carpet. That's, that is what is yeah. the worst part. Yeah. Just the and he could have gotten it. And that, you cannot... In theory, he could have gotten it. Yeah. 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 So I don't know, and I know Niner fans are, are really on the copium right now, but that's just a lot. Just say it was a bad look. You a, you yeah. already lost. There, there, yeah. How do you defend that? I mean, there's none. I mean, it's it's just the, the ultimate, uh, you know, it's the cherry on top of just what, it just hurts, man. I get it. Like I've seen, <laughs> I've seen tons of Niner fans say, if I have to hear, if I, if anyone else posts another mic'd up, yeah. I'm going to lose it. I feel it. I understand it, but it is it. It's a bit, you know. All all of it is just a bit telling of of how really. I don't want to say prepared. I don't think that's the right word. But like you hear 
all of the Chiefs mic'd up, and maybe it's a uh, you know the the victors get to tell the story, but. Mm-hmm. It seems like the Chiefs were completely locked into the moment. They knew the overtime rules. It seems like everything in that game worked in the Chiefs' favor. And then everything that has came out since is apparently Steve Wilkes and Shanahan were ready to fight on the sideline. And there's all of these, you know, mic'd ups. And then you have the overtime rules and all that stuff on top of it. It just feels like it just keeps getting worse and worse for the Niners somehow. (laughs) Hey, George. Hey, hey, George. Hey, George. How's it going? Yeah. yeah. We're just hanging out. Just two bros. Just, 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 just two Georges, you know? Just two Georges. Just Georging it up. But that's who he is. It is. Yeah, absolutely. That's who. And I saw somebody say, you know, that Niner fans, they pick and choose who to be upset at. And, you know, if this was somebody else that isn't one of their, oh yeah, you know, on the team, yeah. right? If this was somebody, somebody that did this that Niner fans don't like yeah. the same way that they love George Kittle, oh, they'd be frying that. I, I keep bringing him up, and it's really funny because he hasn't played a snap for them this season. Yeah. But if that's Cam Latu, like he's oh, getting dragged, he's he's, he's get, or Colton McKivitz, yeah. right? Gone. He's, he's Gone. getting destroyed. Yeah, they're following Steve Wilkes out the door. Yeah, he, he's getting destroyed. But yeah. because you like George Kittle, you're finding a way to defend it and just just own up to that, right? You're, you're still you have the best odds to win the Super Bowl next season. You know. So you just got to own up to it. Let's get to our guy, TC, who wants to be a part of the conversation. What's up, TC? You know, Styles and Watkins, happy Friday, man. What you got? Happy Friday to both of y'all, man. What's going on, Styles Watkins? Not too much. Not too much. You talking about this this George Kittle? What you think? Yeah, I mean, look, check check it out. George George is going to be George, man. I'm not I'm not even really mad at George. It was I mean, everybody's trying to pick and choose mm-hmm. and then overlook the main problem. The main problem is Kyle Shanahan, bro. I'm over that dude, bro. And everybody making up excuses. A lot of this fan base is starting to realize that dude's the issue. And then they want to bring up when you say, well, let's fire him. You want to go back to Chip Kelly and Jim Tom Sula? Well, there's context to that. Mm-hmm. Jim Tom Sula, bro, when he took over the team, the whole team retired on retired of him. Uh, retired on him. Chip Kelly, bro, he was on. He brought some Oregon. He had people on the sideline. You couldn't listen to music during the practice. And all that, bro. So, look, look, hey, I can go on and on and on, bro. But the problem is Kyle, bro. Seriously. Yeah. Thanks for the call, TC. I, I don't – I wouldn't move on from Kyle Shanahan, but I do think it's funny that people just assume that you can't get better, that if you move on from Kyle Shanahan, you could only get worse. And I've seen takes that feel like, hey – are we sure that Kyle is really maximizing this roster? I wouldn't move on from Kyle. And he essentially helped to build the roster. But this assumption that you're going to go back into the dark ages if you move on from Kyle with this roster, I think it's a little bit overblown. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the Niners are a legacy organization. Mm -hmm. They've had very, very recent success. I mean, you know, probably when they actually get rid of Kyle, they won't be as talented as they were mm-hmm. other, as they are now. But let's just play in a universe where Kyle Shanahan is let go today. Like, Mike Vrabel's going to go for that job. Bill Belichick would probably go for that job. Yeah. Like, it's a very, very attractive destination. The odds of you not getting the pick of the litter are slim to nut. Like, I think yeah. the Niners might be – one of, if not the best job in football to sign up for, especially when you factor in the fact that, you know, yeah, you have an owner like Jed York who this season was willing to cash people out. I mean, he cashed out Bosa, cashed out, uh, or uh, didn't he pay uh, a couple other players in advance to get that Bosa signing and then to uh, to extend Lynch and Shanahan when he really didn't need to. 
that sounds like everything any coach would want to do so or would want to sign up for. So, I yeah, I completely feel like if, if Kyle were to go, I think the Niners, at the very least, now whether it works out or not, that's a different question, but you would get a more than qualified head coach in there to replace him. Yeah, got to get to a break. When we get back, a little bit of baseball talk. Rob Manfred announces when he will retire. He also says something. I honestly couldn't believe he said it, but then I remembered it was Rob, exactly. Rob Manfred. And I did believe it. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports.